Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video where all the stories have free admission, especially if you hit the like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Economy Grapefruit 32. Want to sign an accident statement? Be my guest. This happened some months after I got my driver's license. I, at the time, 19-year-old female, was driving through an eight-lane roundabout when a car struck me. This is a horrible roundabout with lots of traffic, very fast and there's no lines on the ground to see who crossed who. Anyway, I get out to see the damage and the guy driving the other car comes out screaming at me cursing and yelling that I'm a stupid girl. It's my first accident and I'm scared and almost want to cry from the shock of the accident. But my little cousin's in the car and I don't want to scare her. As I'm walking around trying to take pictures of the car, the guy keeps yelling at me that it's my fault. He threatens to call the police and have me arrested because I'm a danger. He says that he'll tell them he was going straight and I was turning. He keeps repeating it until I realize what he's saying. Driving straight on a roundabout? Cue malicious compliance. I tell him not to worry with the police. He's completely right. He was just going straight and it was me who was going around. Let's sign an accident statement. He's immediately on board, writes it and signs. Later at the insurance office, they tell me they don't normally have such easy cases. My damages were paid in full and they even gave me a replacement car while mine was getting repaired. Such a stupid girl. Do you think in most situations like this, where somebody gets out of their car during an accident, they come up to you, they're berating you, they're being accusatory, saying, oh, you did this, oh, you caused the accident. Should you always just try to get away from them and call the cops ASAP? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is by Not Lagrange. Take a pay cut and lose benefits or be fired? Okay, have fun reworking your entire system. I work as a logistical consultant and have done so for the past seven years. Most of my work is short-term contracts to update or optimize logistical systems for manufacturers and delivery businesses. I do have a couple of long-term contracts with repeat clients, and this story is about one such client. I got a job offer six years ago with a friend who inherited his family's machine shop. His father is a brilliant man, but not business savvy in the slightest, and the entire business was teetering on bankruptcy. My main job there was optimizing the production method for both existing contracts and future contracts. This was my first long-term contract, but I'd been doing similar work for a few years and had gotten a couple of patents for producing some intricate parts before getting this job. In the contract negotiation, I made sure that any patents developed in the course of my work would be retained completely by me. The contract term was five years before reevaluating. It took a lot of time and work, but the company became rather successful, especially considering the condition within my friend inherited it. The 2020 happened, and after about a year of trying to stay afloat, my friend sold to some entrepreneur who wanted to get into the industry. In the months prior to the sale, the new boss was trying to familiarize himself with the business. Being in charge of logistics, I'd given him a tour of the place and informed him of the patented methods used. This was happening right around the time my contract reevaluation was supposed to happen, and I asked whether I'd be negotiating with him or the new boss. He realized I didn't want to be stuck in a contract I would negotiate with him if he wasn't going to be my boss. 
and he assured me that he'd make sure my new contract would be negotiated with the new boss. The new boss started restructuring and laying off most salaried employees and cutting benefits like vacation and sick time as soon as the acquisition went through. I was not a fan of the new boss since he, in addition to this, was a jerk with zero experience and refused to acknowledge that fact. He didn't understand what exactly my job was and thought it was unnecessary. I could tell he was just waiting for my contract negotiation. Fast forward about a month into the new regime and enter the crap show that was my negotiation. He was of the opinion that I was overpaid and inefficient. He all but said that I was unnecessary. My only options were to either essentially become a part-time contractor with an effective 70% cut to what I was making and none of my benefits or be fired. When he gave me the ultimatum, I was beyond shocked. I immediately contacted my lawyer and he told me the contract was absolutely insulting. Needless to say, I chose option two. Over the course of my time there, I had filed two patents that were extensively used by the company. With shorter contracts, I typically negotiated for better royalty rates than benefits or salary, but since this business was both my friend and supposed to be long term, I opted for negotiating benefits. About a week after the negotiations were completed, I told the new boss we'd need to discuss royalties before my term was officially over. He was not amused and was dismissive. After enough pressing for me, we had a meeting with lawyers present. What's important to know is that one patent is extensively used in the production of an electrical device for the company's biggest client. The royalties deal written up by my lawyer was the standard one I use for most companies which is more expensive than my previous contract. New boss was shocked and fuming, seeing how this was completely ridiculous and bordering on extortion considering how much more expensive it would be and how not being able to use the patent would mean he'd lose clients while shifting production methods. I told him that he had in total 6 months of time to figure out what it was that I did and to familiarize himself with the company and the fact that I told him when I give him the tour that I was the patent holder. He also could have asked for a quote and my usual rates. The first meeting ended very abruptly after this and 3 days later he came with an insulting counteroffer where I'd be employed again but with far less benefits than I originally had. I told him I don't want to work for him and that he either pays my rate or changes production methods. This would entail replacing a lot of tooling and equipment and retraining workers. He threatened to sue and got rather belligerent so I told him I'd see him in court if that was the case. Otherwise, he knows my offer and has my contact info. He quickly realized that even in the unlikely event of the court deciding in his favor, that he'd still lose a lot of money in legal fees. After the meeting, I told my lawyer to draft a cease and desist and have it ready for when the contract expires. New boss started looking for my replacement. He's not stopped production or even told the clients about it during this time period. The day after my term ended, I sent the cease and desist letter and production stopped. He lost most of the clients, most employees just jumped ship, and last week declared bankruptcy. Hope he learned his lesson, never screw over the logistics guy. Very clearly, this person was just not cut out to be in that position. They didn't know what they even had. 
and because of that, they ran it right into the ground. I love that OP basically said, you're trying to screw me over and give me nothing compared to what I've been getting, and I'm the driving force behind the main bulk of the work you do, and you're just gonna throw me to the wayside or threaten me to comply? They sorely misjudged the playing field that they were on. This next story is by Fiery Scorpion 88 Make gender stereotypes? Fine, you'll regret it. So last summer, I, 18 male at the time, found myself working what I thought would be a chill job at a summer camp. I unfortunately got put with first graders and it was more difficult than anything I had to deal with. Crying and screaming kids, teaching them lessons, and the worst part, taking them to the bathroom. The bathroom is boys take boys and girls take girls. Good rule, but my class was mainly boys and I had two co-workers, one boy and one girl. But unfortunately the guy was gone a lot. He was the grandson of the director and could get away with a lot, but he was chill and down to earth so he's cool. The girl I worked with helped me with handling the boys because I couldn't take them all at once because they would cause trouble and I had to watch them. Then things changed and I got put with a class with over 10 plus boys and 4 girls and my two co-workers were replaced with one girl who we'll call Lola. She was a decent worker who helped me, but would refuse to help me with the boys. And some days, it was unbearable with so many trips within the day, and mind you, I didn't even get a break. I did, but it was frowned upon to take the full break, because some law about student-to-teacher ratio. Anytime I would ask for help, she would say, Stop being lazy, do your job. I'm not a confrontational person, and I'm very petty. The program liked assigning all the boys the heavy manual lifting for things, and we did that through the program. On the final week, we merged classes, which gave me someone to help, but more students to take, and my new supervisor called us lazy, meanwhile Lola was on her phone, like us, and she barely moved and was praised for her work. On the last week is when some malicious compliance kicked in. They told us, You'll work in the garden and help Delilah, a very sweet old lady. After all, boys should be good with lifting, right? I was annoyed because heavy manual labor and heat would have sucked, but it was better than bathroom escorting. We arrived at the garden and we were treated with so much kindness and all we did was watch her and make sure she was alright. She even let us play around with her hose. Any teenager with a hose and nothing better to do with it knows what I'm talking about, and it was a blast. We gotta sit around and enjoy some needed rest. Later that day, as I was chilling in the cafeteria, waiting for more tasks from Delilah, I got a call from Lola. Where are you? She exclaimed. I replied, oh, just having a drink in the cafeteria, waiting for Delilah to give us more tasks. And she complained about how I left her with all these kids and hung up. I laughed to myself because for the rest of the week, I got to chill while she saw how much work I did while she sat around and realized everything I did. But it gets better. We helped Delilah set up a barbecue for the kids and work in the heat for all these hours to make sure everyone has good food and a good time, and we didn't even get a break. During the event, kids went up to me asking for me to take them to the bathroom, and I said kindly, sorry, they asked me to watch the food and drinks go ask Lola. And Lola came stomping over, telling me to take the kids. And I say with the biggest poop-eating grin behind my mask, sorry, I've been told to watch the food. She stomped off, trying to pawn the task off to someone else, and reluctantly she had the bathroom duty she never wanted. The fallout, due to the good job we did when helping Delilah, me and my coworker got to leave early on our final shift and still get paid for it. Our supervisor's supervisor approved this. 
Did I mention I didn't tell anyone this? So I just left and I didn't say a word saying goodbye to the staff and I never looked back. I wish I could have seen the look on Lola's face when she was left with all the work just as she did to me. Stay excellent my friends. Honestly, any story with a lazy coworker who all of a sudden has to pick up the slack and actually contribute and do stuff? That's always going to be a good story. And our final story of the day is by Hungry Hungry Hippo. Don't want to wear pants? Then you can go home. Alright, bet. The summer after my senior year in high school, I worked collecting shopping carts at a grocery store. I lived on the coast, so it was hot as heck during the summers. It was one of those uppity grocery chains, so we had a pretty strict dress code. White long sleeve dress shirt tucked into khaki dress slacks. But because I worked outside a good portion of the day, management let me wear khaki shorts and a short sleeve button-up. All was fine until towards the end of summer, we got a new general manager who was much stricter on policy than the old one had been. When I came in for my first shift with a new manager, he called me into his office. This is vaguely how our conversation went from what I can remember. The manager said, there's been some changes. Your uniform is clearly lacking in several areas and I'll need you to correct it. We'll need you to go home and change into pants and the provided long sleeve button up. Me, thinking he's mistaken me for someone who works inside, said, Actually, sir, I collect carts, so I'm allowed to wear shorts. The manager said, Son, I said what I said. Either you adhere to the dress code or you go home. I said, So I don't have a choice but to wear pants and 90 plus degree heat in the height of summer? The manager said, That's the policy. And being smart with me is not getting us off on the right foot. I said, all right then, I'm going home. They said, good, thank you for your understanding. I walked out of his office, fully understanding that he expected me to actually come back. But his ultimatum was to either wear pants or not come to work, so I chose the latter. I was going away to college in a couple weeks, so I chose not to sweat my balls off 6 hours a day for 7.25 an hour. I was at home about an hour later, chilling, talking to my friends on Xbox 360 party chat, and I got a call from my manager, furious. He asked me why the heck I was taking so long, that we were swamped and desperately needed a cart collector. I told him I wasn't coming back. Of course, he didn't take this well. He told me to get back there right then or I would be fired, which I responded with, well, I thought that was the idea. He was absolutely dumbfounded. He hadn't expected me to call his bluff on something he considered to be so inconsequential. Because he wasn't the one outside pushing carts in the heat, he tried to talk me into coming back, but I told him he gave me two options, and I had chosen option two. I never went back into work. I found out that the cart collectors were only made to wear pants for a few days after that, until the new manager relented and let them wear shorts. I never got a call with an apology from him, but I didn't care. I enjoyed the time off before going to college. See, if this was a good manager, they'd understand that sometimes you have to make some exceptions to the policies, and the attire for people that work outside in the heat all day, running up and down parking spots, running around the slow-moving traffic, is something worth compromising on. Otherwise, you stand to make that job way more miserable and probably run a lot of people out of there, though it's pretty obvious they did learn that lesson. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. 
Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 